Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. This is Spring, and I'm here with my best favorite person and co-host, Wow, that's a lot of words to describe <laughs> me, but you are also my best favorite person. Yay. Andrew, you didn't even say your name. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Andrew. And I wish Spring lived in Miami with me because then we could do all these fun things. It wouldn't just be me looking at a microphone and talking through a screen. It would be hanging out with someone who's really fun to hang yeah. out with. So. Um, so what episode is this, Andrew? This is our one-year anniversary episode, and we're doing something really different and crazy with it, because it's been a year we've been talking about, well, we've been talking about sex for <laughs> but with all of you, we've been talking about sex for a year, and we're really excited to be here, um, and, and, and it's like kind of this watershed moment of, we, we did it, we, we lasted <laughs> one year, <laughs> lasting, um, so uh, I haven't told Spring what we're doing yet today. Normally, we sort of have a question. We kind of think about a plan. Today, we don't have any I'm very that. terrified, um, just so everybody knows, because I like to know what's happening. <laughs> I, I'm a big planner, too. Um, so this is very hard. For, I'm pretty A-type, for those of you who don't know me yet. But you'll get to know that more over episodes. Um, so we are just going to ask each other questions today any questions that we have so we've had questions from students and questions from listeners today it's questions for each other um and we don't have anything planned we don't know what's going to go on but we're just gonna see where this takes us today so happy anniversary spring this is our yeah, podcasting our anniversary. podcast anniversary yeah. podcast anniversary um okay so do you want to go first or should um, i i think you should go first because i don't know what we're doing still <laughs> You don't, you don't have any questions about, okay. So what is the best book you've ever read about anything involving sex? Oh, I really, really like, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's that, it's a book. <laughs> Let me just try to describe it to you and you can try and figure it out. Um, it's the book where the, someone I can't even remember. I think he uh, reassigns gender in the book. Um, it's a really old book. Well, it seems old. I don't know. I read it. Is it the story of Baby X? I read X? it in like 2004. <laughs> it's a novel. Oh, well, then it was probably 50 no, Shades of No, it's a gray. novel, um, but it is really good. Uh I feel like it has the tree on the cover. It's like a black and white cover with a tree on it. No one, no one's getting this. I'm not. I, I'm not. Um, a 2004 it's book so good. I think it cover. takes place in Germany. Uh, I think that he is a boy at the beginning of the book, and then goes through uh, some like experiences, and then realizes that he is a woman perhaps maybe is that Hedwig and the angry no. inch no middle sex hmm. oh I love middle sex it's a great book <laughs> I did not get it from is that your description, what it's about but, oh I don't even remember I read it so long ago but I loved it it's really good it's, it's all these questions about what does sex mean and what is gender and how does relationship 
how do relationships interact between sex and gender and how do you know who you are? And okay. Yeah. That's a really great book. <laughs> great. I'm glad we got there. Okay. Um, do you have one back? <laughs> Uh, is this how this is going to be? You're just going to ask me the same questions? Um, let's see. So my current favorite book about sex is by Erica Rand, and it's Barbie's Queer Accessories. And it's just this really fun kind of novelized version talking about like what Barbie's role is in America and what her accessories mean. And I don't know. I just think it's this really fun kind of play with this Barbie, she's everywhere. You see her everywhere. Oh, she recently came out as pro-gay, which is pretty cool. Go, Barbie. Um, but it's a book about her queer accessories. Um, uh, I love Barbies. <laughs> Have I ever told you the sex story about my Barbies? Um, no, but I, I think that you should tell all of us about it. <laughs> um, my sister and I used to play Barbies all the time when we were little. And... I really like to just dress them and undress them. Um, my sister really liked very long and involved stories happening between them. Um, so we'd play very differently, but we'd play together with them all the time. And we didn't really know what sex was when we were younger, but we knew that uh, our Barbies needed to be naked to have sex, and we knew that it was done you know, in private. And so when um, two Barbies really liked each other, they would take their clothes off, and then we'd throw them behind the Barbie house, and then we didn't know what happened back there, but they had their special time to themselves. <laughs> Sounds like somebody needed the sex talk pretty young. I have my next question ready, but do you have a question for me that's different than my question uh, no. for you? Okay. So what was your sex talk like? You know, like the talk or did you have one and what did it look um, like? I like those questions. So... Uh, my parents, when I was like 10, sent me to a sex education thing that was like a weekend long. And because my school wasn't offering it at the place where I currently was going to school, and they wanted me to have some sex ed. So I went to this thing that was designed for young people. And um, I think it was pretty good, but I was, I didn't feel ready for it. It was. I think um, it was a bit over my head where I was developmentally at the, that point. Um, so it made me very anxious, actually, attending that. And when I came home, my mom was lovely, and she uh, wanted to answer any questions I had. And she said, you could talk to me about anything at any time. And the only question I had was because I was sure that sex looked like the most painful thing that ever could happen to anyone. <laughs> and I asked her if it hurt. And she told me, no, God made it pleasurable so that people would want to have children, which was a lovely uh, reply in that, uh, in that moment, I think, for me as the 10-year-old that I was. And... Um, and then I felt reassured, and then I never wanted to know anything more for several years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I was terrified. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't have much sex ed in any of the schools that I went to, really. Um, it was, 
I think um, just kind of the minimum like things about periods um, and basic health things that we learned, but not really any good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I had really bland sex ed, the kind where it's essentially stick figures, but they even cover up the stick, fig stick figures, so you don't really get to see anything until I think I was in 10th grade, and I had this incredible woman. Her name was Mrs. Joseph. Shout out, Mrs. Joseph, if you're still <laughs> around. Um, no, but she totally like ignored the rules at my school and she brought out dildos and she gave everyone condoms and everybody had to practice putting condoms off and take on and off and had to have this really frank discussion about it um she was kind of old but really feisty and just didn't care she was like your health is more important um so my sex ed in the classroom was terrible until 10th grade and then mrs joseph made me understand how to use condoms which is great which is linked to the other part of my sex talk so at the dinner table with my parents they would say you know like no babies use a condom that would come up pretty frequently but they didn't want us having sex either so it's mostly like don't have a baby um we got a little bit older um my official sex talk didn't happen with my parents um until i think i was either 14 or 15 years old so i was, I was experimenting at that point um and i used to hide my condoms inside of my pillow so i had kind of slit open the seam and oh i tucked goodness. them into the stuffing yeah so like they were hidden um and one day they weren't oh my there goodness. And i'm like oh my goodness what is going on here um i thought maybe my older brother had taken them or something no it was my mom she found them um so that night at like 10 o'clock i'm in bed doing something <laughs> that 15 year old boys do. Yeah, okay. And my dad knocks on my door and walks in and sits on my bed while this is going on and proceeds to have one of the most awkward talks about condoms and sex and love and relationships. Like it's like the nightmare one multiplied by 100 because I'm in bed doing the thing that Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's enough. Ugh. So that was my I feel so uncomfortable right now. Uh <laughs> for your 15 year old uh, self. if you could see me i i am like i never blush at all and right now i am <laughs> beat red thinking about how mortifying my sex talk actually was and then i got a book called like the miracle of being you or the miracle of you which was aimed at maybe eight or nine year olds and that that completed my my, my <laughs> sex talk cool I still don't have like a retaliation question. I'm good with just asking back the questions you're asking me. So <laughs> what's your next question? So my next question, um, I was just thinking about fun music to enjoy someone else with. Does that make sense? Like what mm. kind of music do you like when you're getting in the mood? So uh, I stole this from one of my good friends who always 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 listens to the weekend when he is enjoying a partner and it's like well known that like among his, among his friends and among his old partners that like if that music comes on that's what's happening um and I don't know if I was conditioned into that or if I stole that from him but I actually uh kind of do that a lot now too. I have a record player also, and I also have the weekend on vinyl so I can do that right in the bedroom. 
the weekend. <laughs> Is this our like hashtag the weekend? I'm looking forward to the weekend. We're recording on a Friday, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Are you going to answer this question now? Uh, <laughs> so it depends for me. If I'm out and about, I like dance music with fast beats. And if I'm at home, I like like a slower thumping, throbbing bass line. Mm. Those are the things that I look for. So not like a single artist, but kind of anything. I don't know. I like pretty much all kinds of music. I'm a, I'm a pianist. Wait, you play the piano too, right, Spring? Um, I did when I for several millions of years when I was younger, but I have not touched a piano in a very long time. Yeah, I played from three until 17 or something like that. And then I didn't play very much for a while, but I'm still, I, I can still get by. All right, it's your turn to ask a question. You have to have come up with something by now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the only kind of questions, I was kind of thinking of questions like we would normally ask on the podcast, like in some way I wasn't thinking like more personal questions. I'm caught totally off guard. Um, I Well, what's a podcasty question that you think that we could answer in two minutes? Well... I only have one, and it's just because of my current personal life. <laughs> and it's the only thing I can think about. Uh, I want to know very briefly, and we can do a whole episode about this, like when you're having a terrible breakup with someone and it's just like so affecting everything because of whatever reasons, like help, <laughs> help me. Ugh. So I don't know for me and my breakups, it was always finding a group of friends to be around changing kind of my situation. So, you know, a lot of the routines that we build in our lives incorporate that person that you're now separated from. And whether you're the breakup er or the breakup E, I think it's about changing or building that routine. So that person is not as visible or incorporated. And if you can't avoid them, which is very frequent in breakups, just make sure that you have an ally with you in those situations to kind of separate it out. Um, and then the other thing that I typically try to do, like I really try to be positive about issues um, was that I would try to think of something really positive that didn't involve them at all. Every time they would kind of creep into my head, I'd be like, wait, hold on. No thinking about going on the Dumbo ride at Disney World with my nieces. Everything is awesome. This is perfect. Oh, the music is playing. And that person isn't a part of that memory. So really trying to focus on happy, good things, and then changing your routine to get rid of them. And then, I mean, I don't know. Some people turn to eating, but that never <laughs> works for me. What about you? Yeah, no. Um, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with what I heard that I liked was... I'm going to do a conditioned response so that whenever anybody says this person's name or something about them, I'm going to think of what is like my most favorite thing, um, glittery unicorns. And I'm just going to recondition it so that uh, I'm feeling happy all the time instead of um, frustrated and betrayed. <laughs> so, you know, I, I actually almost texted back to you earlier today when we were texting um, you should change that person's name in your phone. I was going to say Deterred Burglar or Cockmunch, but you could make it Pink Sparkle Unicorn. Like something something as simple as that. So every time there's a text about that person, it comes up as, yay, Pink Sparkle Unicorn. So like, ha, 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 Turd Burglar. I don't know. Whatever word makes you giggle. I do like Pink Sparkle Unicorns more than anything else. So 
let's let's just reframe and recondition. I like that. Sounds <sighs> okay. So we are at our period. We're about out of time for today, and we don't have a planned period. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> a, a planned period for uh, people today. Um, so, so what should we put here? We could talk about headphones. We could talk about go to our Instagram. We could talk about, I don't know. What do you want to talk about for our period? You're the one who loves to talk about I do periods. Love, so give us a I period. I do love to talk about periods so much. Um, I actually am super excited. I'm going away this weekend with a friend that has two little girls. And I brought a copy of my book, The Secret Period, to read them and give them uh, because I figured they'd want a new book, you know, um, bedtime sleeping away uh, and I'm super excited to share that with them so that's something that, periody. that's it so th those of you who don't know if you're interested you can find it on Amazon Spring wrote a book called The Secret Period it's really fantastic and fun and easy and it's I don't know what age appropriate level would you say it's pretty young like five yeah. six maybe even younger yeah it's I mean it's not an educational book it's just a book that revolves around periods so we can destigmatize and talk about periods in our everyday life and I love talking about periods so yeah we can always we can always do that here <laughs> yeah, exactly. we have many more episodes coming up and we'll be touching on periods there. but um happy anniversary happy anniversary podcast anniversary everybody bye yeah so um and if you want to uh you can reach us uh via email at thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at the Sex Rap. That's Sex Rap with a W. You can find us, or you can call us. We have a phone number. It's 413-I-RAP-IT. That's rap with a W, like you wrap a present or wrap a penis with a condom. <laughs> um, but whatever you do. Just wrap us. Just, just, just wrap us. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too of music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Yo, Tara Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest tonight on NBC.